so long. Like it we, is, it is so long. Like we it was recorded long for a I, minute though. It was long when I even told it to myself. Like I'm like, wow, this must be really long. And I thought like guys, y'all tell stories shorter, but no. <laughs> Let me tell y'all my side. I forgot my side already. I'm staring right here. Um, no, I remember I had an old Instagram account. And I had, like, 5,000 followers. I had a bunch of followers. And, like, the last guy I was dating, like, in 2019, 2020, whatever, like, I don't know why I deleted my Instagram. Like, I was so mad at him that I didn't want to, I didn't want him to have, like, no contact with me. So, I remember me, like, closing my whole Instagram down, making, like, changing my phone number, changing my email. Like, I didn't want no contact. So, I want to say I did that. Uh, December of 2019 and I decided to make a new Instagram I wanted to like in March April something like that so one day I'm like let me just um put new pictures on my Instagram just to get it flowing like since I have a new Instagram so I'm like I need God people because like my Facebook is full of like really people like people with, like no inspiration so I said on this Instagram I just want to strictly inspirational people like that was like my headspace at that time so at that moment I think I was listening to I think I was actually listening to Michael Todd and he was that's one time he was always doing relationship topics and stuff like that I think or whatever topic he was doing but I remember I went to Michael Todd page and when I went to his page I just like went down his friend list and I'm like he gotta be following all godly people so I just clicked like everybody like I clicked like at least like 20 people I didn't even know these people most of them were celebrities because I wanted to just follow people who's like walking with God. And I seen somebody's name was had God in it. So I'm like, yep, I'm about to click them too because clearly they know God. And like, I wasn't even looking at pictures. I was just clicking people. And then that's when, um, I think around that time, I was, I think I started my healing journey in like October 2019, I would say. But fast forward, at that moment in my life, I just wanted a male friend, but I knew I didn't trust people, so I was kind of iffy. So I'm like, how people approach me in that season, it was like really critical on how they approach me to even be invited into my life or even for me to hold a conversation. Because around that time, I didn't even want to hold conversations with people. Like I was just really damaged goods because. I think I was still going back and forth with that guy, like on and off and just trying to like escape the soul tie and the bondage. And that's when you inboxed me one day and you said, no, the first message before the podcast, I shared something about healing with men. And I think you said something like they don't talk about that topic enough. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And I think you asked me like, you, you know why? And then that was a conversation. Then we left that conversation alone. Then and that's when you mentioned about the podcast. And I'm like, cool. I wasn't expecting the podcast to go how it went because it definitely was. It's still my favorite podcast. When we did the podcast, I was like, wait a minute. I said, this man is not this transparent. Like, I never in my life just heard someone be transparent because that's how I am. Like, everybody know me. I call it, I pour my own business and pour my own tea. Like, everybody know me from, like, just being transparent and just always open about the things I go through. So I was like, that's dope. That's dope. So my mind, like, slowly was like, yeah, I can see him as a good friend. But at the end of the day, I was still, like, in my healing journey of back and forth. And at this time, um, I was still in bondage thinking somebody else was my husband around this time. Like, I know for a fact this other guy, he was going back and forth with me and another woman. 
he was we was dating and together we wasn't a relationship status because i realized miami y'all call stuff different than what we do when we say dating we mean that we ain't had no title <laughs> that's what we call dating here like we didn't have a title and me and that man was dating for two years but we never like call each other girlfriends or boyfriends or all that good stuff but I thought he was my husband. Like, despite everything he was putting me through, I was in bondage with that thought. And having me in bondage, thinking that was my husband, like, I couldn't see nothing past him. So that was, I was literally waiting on him to heal. I was waiting on him to get it right. Like, I was literally in a headspace of just waiting. But me and Michael, we would just have conversations where we would just, I read him conversations. Like you said, it was always purposeful. And over time, it went into, like, a real friendship. And I'm like, dang, like, and I used to just tell everybody, like, this is my first real male friendship because all my other male friendships, they all started off as we was joking, we was having, like, deep conversations, and that was their secret motive to get to know me and get in between my legs. So your perspective it didn't come off pushy it didn't come off like thirsty it didn't come off like it came off like really really respectful and I was like I thought like in his head like I didn't know nothing was going on what he said like I didn't know nothing I just thought like this was my friend and all that and to fast forward and I was telling my best friend she was like yeah like he's cool like like, she we thought the same thing she was like I'm sure that he don't see you as that. I said, I know he don't. I said, because I see, that's my friend. He in my friend zone. Like, I kept him in the friend zone. Like, freeze. <laughs> he don't go nowhere. And then, um, you still out here? Yeah, I'm still right. I'm oh, right I here. I'm talking to myself on here. Because I feel like I'm talking to myself. But fast nah, forward, before I even seen the text message with my name, I remember like in October, and I was asking God, I was like, God, what is his purpose? I said, something just quite different with this situation. Like, I'm like, first of all, we live in two different states, and like, how we are, <laughs> how we connect, and and we don't know each other like that. I'm like, I never like, I'm like, something was like weird, and I remember I watched Jerry Flowers that day, and he was like, um, what did he say? He said something like, God sent people in your life to teach you that it's possible to have somebody like that, but that's not your husband. So when I heard that, I was like, yep, that's my friend. Like my mind just my mind my mind wanted that to be God saying that. Like my brokenness allowed me to say God said that because the fear of my heart, because I spent my whole life not wanting to get married. Like I'm pretty sure I'm sorry to my exes. <laughs> because that's like every time we talked about marriage, every every ex I ever dated, I never was that was never a topic that I agreed with. Like I was for sure like no. Like, I was even against having kids, and everybody know how much I love kids, but brokenness had me just, like, I didn't want it. Like, I didn't want to tie my life to somebody or have another kid with somebody in a broken home. So fast forward to Thanksgiving, we was, like, kind of not, like, really communicating all that good stuff. So I'm like, you being funny acting. And he's like, no, I'm not. And he sent the screenshot. So I'm like, I didn't respond back immediately. I think I responded back the next day about the screenshot. And I'm like, um, was we going to address this? And he was like, address what? I'm like, my name in your phone. And I kind of was pissed off. Like, truthfully, I was really, really pissed off because I felt, um, what's the word? 
I felt I won't say used, but I have a past of guys always pretending to be my friend and when their goal was something else. So I was kind of pissed off. I'm like, you just went this whole entire time knowing that you liked me and you pretended to be my friend. So I was kind of like pissed off and like almost like tapped out. Cause I'm probably like, I was like, okay, like that made me mad. Cause I was like, dang, I can never just find a, a male friend and just be my friend. Like I'm not that cute. Well, I'm not cute, but <laughs> that's how I was thinking at that moment. So fast forward, I think it was, we was cool. Time went by and I just began to notice um, how he would just pray for me all the time, how he was sending like audio messages, just always praying. And I'm like, well, he's still in the friend zone. I was like, this is just a really good friend for me who covered me, like how my best friend do. Like I said, he's just my, in my head, you became my male best friend in my head. So um, I remember I was like, I remember I got like in a good headspace, like before my birthday, like after the event, like two months for my birthday, I was like, I never celebrate my birthday. I'm like, this year, I'm going to definitely celebrate. Like, this is my first year actually celebrate my birthday. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to Miami. And everybody, I was really going to Miami just so I can meet you. But I had to tell everybody else I was going to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to play it off. Like, until my cousin come with me for, we can make it a girl's trip, but it's not a girl's trip. Hey. <laughs> But I really did want to go to Miami because I never did. I never celebrated my birthday. Like every birthday, I always got cheated on or always got something bad always happened on my birthday. So this year was like my first time actually doing something. So um, we went to Miami and like our schedule was like all over the place. And um, and actually, the guy you was talking about, me and him just met probably like two weeks before I went to Miami. So, and I remember, like, before, when you started telling me, like, yeah, you my wife and all that stuff, you told me, you was like, I want you to date. Like, I, I'm like, you told me, you was like, you didn't get confirmation. And I'm like, I didn't, because I didn't get no confirmation. And after spending two years in bondage, thinking somebody was your husband, I was not about to do that again. And I'm like, if God didn't tell me, I'm about to continuously to go on my healing journey, make my mistakes, and date, and do what I want to do, because God didn't give me that. And the way I operated... Well, I wanted to operate in like God's steps, but when he said go here today, I'm like, that's what I'm about to do. Like, don't tell me that because I was already about to do that. Can so I my like, bad. Oh, my bad. No. So Can I, I say thinking, one thing? So actually, like two weeks before that. You said no. Huh? I'm bad. I'm bad for like, you know, interrupting or uh, trying to talking over you, but I wanted to say this. Go ahead. Why you didn't start off? My story was like all over the place. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because I should have. <laughs> you should have, like, because, like, I'm still trying to get memory. Like, I'm still trying to get back. Like, everything clicking. Like, when you talking, like, everything clicking in my head you again. Like, I'm not, I'm gonna say, dang, I hate to do it over. Good. Don't, don't do it over. Keep going. Okay. But you, you see how I'm telling this story and it's going boom, boom. Thank boom. God. Because <laughs> I can't tell stories for nothing. For nothing because you know you know why i know it because i rehearsed this story in my head recently like i want like I, I played it out completely on this audio because i just i wanted to hear how it sounds so that's why the way i'm saying it i feel like i'm doing like i'm speaking at a conference the way i'm saying it because i actually heard myself say it out loud before but anyways <laughs> but no where, where i was at i don't know where i was at 
Oh, you said you met that guy two weeks oh, before okay, you went yeah. to Miami. So, so two weeks before I came to Miami, I told myself that I was ready to date. And actually, God never gave me to go to date. I just I just thought, hey, Shanice, you healed. You wasn't thinking about such and such no more. So I said, like, Shanice, go date. But God never gave me that go. So I ended up running into somebody the guy I was dating and he was actually the same spirit as everybody else I dated. And that's when I learned about the whole thing of you had to like detox, you had to withdraw from your old, te- I mean, your old exes, or you would still crave that thing. And that's the part of my journey I didn't go through. So I was still craving something in my past that I thought I healed from. And I really didn't because he was the same exact spirit. And I say he was the same exact spirit. Like when I first met him, my exact words to him he was like like he looked at me he lust me like I know for a fact like he wanted sex with me and my looked at him I was like you have a big secret and you in love with your ex deal that's my exact words to him and he's like you a psychic you a psychic I'm like no I just I, I know the spirit but the brokenness in me it was like pushing Michael away because it's it's, it's like you have this thing miles away and it's it's good for you but you have like candy in front of you. So mm. to me, it was like, and then I'm like, I'm single and I can just do what I want to do. So it's like, mm. okay, let's take this risk on this candy because that's over there. Like that's like miles away. Like to be honest, I didn't think it was possible. I, I didn't think it was possible for me to even be treated a certain way or even value. So I was like, let's just go to what was familiar. So when we go to Miami, fast forward to Miami, um, we was like hanging out, having fun, blah blah. And I wasn't almost going to see him. And I'm like, dang, I can't just come to Miami and not see him because I was like, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know, like, dang, I just started entertaining this person. Like, it was like a guilt feeling. But I'm like, but me and Michael friends, so hopefully, I didn't think the way you felt was that deep. And then we hung out. I was like, it was, it was exactly what you said. It was just like a whole atmosphere of peace. And like I said in the last one, when we just started walking, I was like, I just I just feel so safe. Like, I just feel, like, really, really safe. So I went home, and I remember telling my best friend, like, dang, I can actually see him at something. And that thought got pushed away with the guy, because I'm like, dang, I've seen that. But it was like, you got, like, the devil, like, kept putting that apple in my, my face. It's like, it was literally like a flesh and a spiritual battle. Like it, I'm so glad that just hit me because that's exactly how this may sound crazy, but I'm being so honest. I used to tell my kid, my best friend, I was like, I have this amazing person who admired me, who like I used to tell the last guy that and the guy I was dating. I used to tell both of them. I said I had this um, amazing guy. Like he's my spirit, and I have my flesh right here. And I remember the guy would text like some nasty stuff to me and I would have Michael texting me some spiritual uplifting stuff. And I was like, God, what is this? Like, it was literally like a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other shoulder. I'm like, God, this is so weird. But you, but the guy, he stayed like five minutes from me. So the devil was like, ain't no way she choosing no, she choosing that. But it was like, but I knew it was wrong. Like I knew it was like wrong the entire time like each time I was with a guy and I was like nobody compares to Michael like even I went on a date with somebody in the back of my head I was like dang why nobody talks to me like this like why nobody like, like me like this huh 
What you say? Somebody calling. You Hello? said it wasn't they calling? Somebody calling you? No. Yeah, you, like, I cannot hear you. Uh, what you hear? Nothing. Wait, what's the last thing you hear? Um, spirit, it, it was, uh, like, a battle between your spirit. Oh, oh yeah, dang, I forgot. I forgot what I just left off. It was, like, a battle between, like, my spirit and flesh. And, but each time I was, like, hanging out with these guys, I, I always had, like, Michael in the back of my head. And it was, I was just thinking, like, why they don't talk to me how he talked to me? Like, why, like, why they care about sex? Like, I'm telling these men that I'm celibate, but why are they trying to make me go against that? And I'm like, and it was always Mike in the back of my head. Like, it was like, what would Michael do? Not like, what would Jesus do? Always thought, like, dang, what would Michael do? Like, Michael wouldn't do this. Like, Michael wouldn't detour me from my celibacy journey. So, like, I always had that thought. Like, no matter who I was trying to date, it was just like you set a standard in my life. And even when I tried to go off that standard, like I couldn't stay on that too long. Like my 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 mind and my heart, it was like Shanice, you seen better, you was introduced to better. Like there's no way that you can settle. Like even when I wanted to settle, I due to familiar like being familiar to that, like my mind wouldn't let me settle like at all. So I remember the guy, um, he, I found out everything I said in April, it was true. He ended up saying, yeah, I'm in love with my ex still. And I also knew I had a girl pregnant the whole entire time since I was talking to you and kicking it. And I was like, I was just like, it wasn't what he did that hurt me. It was more of Shanice, you did it to yourself again. It wasn't the person because I learned how not to take it on the person, but it was more of me being so mad at myself. Like, Shanice, how did you stop dead for two years just to be in a predicament where you get yourself damaged again and you had somebody in your face that admired you? Like, I said that so many times. I was like, he admired my soul. And everybody's like, why you just, like, I remember I wanted to eat with people, and they was like, why you just won't date him? I'm like, he's my friend. Like, that's what my heart kept telling me. Like, my heart couldn't see past that. Cause I was just so full of pain. Like I was just so, I was mad at myself more than being mad at anybody. So fast forward, I'm like, I'm talking a lot. Fast forward to, um, you're doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. <laughs> you're doing a good job. <laughs> but no, so fast forward to like January, I mean, July, I'm skipping timeline. I remember when I was dating a guy, I told God, I said, God, by August 1st, make sure he's out of my life. I said, God, by August 1st, I said, God, I know you got, I know, I know you're calling me to do so much by August 1st. And I said, I can't have him attached to my name um, and focus on the things you want me to do. So uh, the end of all, the end of July was the exact time I just cut it off. Like I just like cut all ties off completely. And Michael was coming down from church. So I'm like trying to recover from that. I'm trying to like gain my spiritual journey back. I'm trying to get back in my like groove where I'm praying. And I didn't want to be around nobody in that time in my life. I'm like, I don't want to deal with nobody. I don't want to lick at nobody. I wasn't talking to my friends. My mama knew I was off. Like I didn't want to deal with nobody. And Michael's like, I'm still coming. And I'm like, is he just, is he slow? Like, did he just hear what I said? Like, I'm like, don't come. And he still came. I'm like, you know what? If he come, he just going to be coming by some. And then when he got here, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just, like, go see him because I'm like, I can't do him like that. And then when I went there, I was just, like, really uncomfortable. Like, my flesh was like, 
my flesh didn't allow me to sit there. It was like, get up and go. Like, my flesh was just that mad. Like, I was just that hurt that I put myself through so much. So I got up and went home. And I was about to spin you. I don't know if y'all use the word spin. But uh, I was about to spin you for church. And Hello, hello, hello. What, that, what, what does that mean? Spin you means you, just you, don't go. And You know, I'm from the hood. So, but y'all lingo different. <laughs> Like when you spin somebody, it's like you just you just you play them. Like say if you are going to date with a girl and she like don't show up, like no call, no show. Pretty much. That's I was about to do a no call, no show. I wasn't about to go. I was just about to tell you to go to the church by yourself and I was gonna see you after the church. But um I thought that like early in the morning, because church was like at four PM. So I, I'm like, I'm not going to church. So after I said that. I just when I woke up that day, it was just, it was just like this heaviness on me, like it was so heavy, like the devil was like, "You not worth nothing," like you, like he was just like eating me with so much stuff, like you literally blame that um last guy for so much stuff that you did, and you just did the same exact thing with a different guy, like you, like it was just so many horrible thoughts. I said, you know what, I want to listen to that, so I just literally took like a bunch of sleeping pills and I said you know what I'm gonna just sleep this off and that's gonna make me feel good and I remember waking up and I was just so drowsy and I was like I have to tell somebody because I don't know what my body about to react to it and my best friend was so mad and I told her I'm like you know what she's like go to the hospital I'm like no I'm gonna drive to church I said God want me to go to church so I drove to church and they normally do altar calls like since I always been to that church like a lot of times and I never like went went and he immediately did altar calls like he never did that since I've been going there like off and on over the years and I just went to the altar and just cried like I just like cried like just like cried like I it was like a scream for God it was it was like a healing moment like it was just like me releasing it like me was like it was like a refresher like I was like okay Shanice it's in you now we we, we about to, we about to do it and I just remember telling myself like Shanice you wasn't healing the real way and I had to be honest with myself because I'm like dang Shanice you was talking about this healing but as you was healing you were still looking over your shoulder and when you look over your shoulder with healing it's like you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna make you miss something if your focus is still over what's behind you you're gonna miss that familiar spirit of what you used to so i'm trying to heal and look forward and get what i deserve but at the same time i'm still peeking over my shoulder in my past so when i was crying i was like god do not let him touch me i said that's gonna piss me off right now <laughs> like i'm like do not let him touch me right now because i said i need this time and I'm like, dang, he really didn't. I was like, okay, God, like that meant a lot that nobody, because most men would probably just like walk up and felt like they have to do that. But I was like, I can't have him touch him right now. I, I need this moment. So I want to say he he went back home, and I was still like, I was getting back where I wanted to, but I still didn't want to like communicate with nobody at that time. So I didn't reach out to him. He didn't reach out to me. And I remember, I think I called you and I was just venting about somebody. And I remember just hearing how frustrated and mad you was. Like, you, you didn't say it, but I felt it strongly. And I was like, dang. I was like, I, I felt like so bad. I'm like, dang. And then a couple of days went by and he was like, yeah, I got to give you a break. And I just had like a disagreement with my best friend. And at that time, at first I was 
mad. I didn't understand. But where I was at spiritually, that was probably one of the best weeks of my life, actually, to be honest. It was. Because I was like, even my friend was acting funny, and then he did that. And I I just made like a commitment to God. And I was like, God, whoever lead my life, let them leave. I said, but right now, it's me and you, God. And that's when God actually gave me the vision for uh, my event that's coming up Sunday because I was fasting that week. Like I was just like, when y'all stopped talking to me, I was I was in my emotions at that moment, and I cleared out my emotions and I was just like, God, it's me and you. Like I don't care who leaves, and I was just like full of pure joy that week. Like I don't know why, and God just started giving me visions. I got like, I mean, everything was just going really beautiful that week. But fast forward, time went by, and I just remember just like doing my first practice video and I'm like oh man I just wanted to just send like send you like a video like just to get your opinion and it's like you don't understand how much you value somebody's opinion to that opinion is not like available to you or easy access to you and I'm like dang I can't even see them this video I said everybody else ain't gonna give me no real opinion like everybody else just gonna be like oh I like it like they're not gonna actually take the time and give me the feedback that I really need and then more time went by, and I was like, I don't want to say this. Like, I miss him. Like, I was like, I don't want to say this. Like, uh, I'm, a, I'm like, I'm light skinned. I don't say stuff like that. So the light skinned part of me was trying to like fade that part away. And then I'm like, you know what? You don't know I did this. So I follow you back on Instagram, and I will purposely put songs in my story to give you hints. <laughs> No. <laughs> real? Yeah. Yo, what song what songs though? You gotta tell me because I'm did not, not telling preach. you right now. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like when I follow the day I follow you back on Instagram, I put like so many songs like in my story. And this one girl, I remember I remember it on purpose because this girl was like, Girl, I know all them songs. And I was like, Yeah, I'm trying to throw this hint at somebody. And she was like, Not a hint. <laughs> it was like least three songs that I, I got. I know, I know one of them. I think one of them was "I Choose You," and I forgot the other two. But if you would have put like, that Indian Nari, uh, crazy. Yep. So all them songs was like my hints, like around. Yep, that was all. It was a lot of songs. Oh, you put that song? Songs like that, like huh? You played that song? It was. It was Nari. Um. Not is it crazy? I know one was the truth. Oh, the truth. Another NDRB song too. It was like two of them, and it was Queen Najee, passionate, and it was like one. Her name Kiana, and it was like I choose you. So I'm like, I said, I'm not about to say nothing, and like he gonna have to um shoot his shot again. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I did not beat that though. Uh, I know that's I'm like, girl, he's slow. Like he really slow. Oh yeah, but you know why I was upset at that time, right? I told you though. No, you didn't. When I added uh, you back, I felt like my word was invalued, and no, that wasn't that time. I'm talking. But about... I know what time that was. I, it was that time, like, but that was the reason I was. I got upset. It wasn't because you was talking to him. No, it was because no, you was no. venting. But you remember that time? No, At that time, you were um. My bad. Go ahead. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for cutting you off, Michael. This was like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, what are you yes. talking about? <laughs> Two weeks ago, you didn't vent to me. The last time you vented, no, me about... not, listen, I'm not talking about the vent, I'm talking about when I add the vent story is over with. 
Yeah. I'm talking about when I added you back recently. Remember, after I sent that picture of saying, oh, if you need to cut me up to better yourself, I added you that next day. And you followed um, me back. I'm talking about the time when you said I was upset. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about that no more. That's what I, I was not, and I asked you, you know, why I was upset though. Yes, you I know like, why you was upset, but the way okay, I'm okay, telling okay. my story, I'm like, okay, go I'm, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's see, it. You, you back there, that was like seven minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just so didn't want to cut you off. About, I'm talking about after I sent that, um, yeah, you, you, you far back, Tinker, but like, okay, I, okay. <laughs> no, I'm talking about, I said, I said, I was thinking about showing him my um, speaking stuff to you. And then that's when I sent that picture to you on Facebook about the meme, whatever it was that yeah. I did. And then when I added you, you added me right back, and I purposely was putting songs in my story to like, <laughs> and you didn't catch. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the songs. You don't remember now. You probably do it. That I just told you. Yeah, no, like I remember the songs, but I don't. Re- I I didn't know that. You what, what you th- what you thought it was? Me just singing songs. You and your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on with you. Like, oh, good. Yeah. That's why I, I said I would never shoot myself with nobody first. Man, we didn't be shooting. <laughs> you shouldn't have to. And I'm glad like I didn't keep that. Yeah. But anyways, so um, so I think I think around that time, Michael was like, probably around that time, Michael was like, I think I had a dream about you getting married, and I immediately shut it down. I was like, "No," nah. I said, "Girl, you know I want to get married." I'm like, "No, I'm good." And then back in my head, I was kind of like afraid to say I wanted to get. I asked my heart began to desire marriage, like something in me was afraid because I was so used to saying I didn't. So I never really told my best friend that like something in me began to desire that thought because I was so against it. So when she said it, I was like, no, no, no. But part of me was like, wait a minute. Like, oh, yeah, you, you've been thinking that. You've been really thinking that lately. And and I, I just ended up telling her one day, I said, it's going to sound crazy. But I said, I just see Michael in a different light now. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just see him in like a whole different light. And she was like, well, you did say. And I was like, I just, I just, I just think he, I think what he said is true. And she was like, she didn't really say much. And then... I think I just opened the Bible up one day and I was just like in the living room. I went to my table, just opened the Bible up. And that's when I seen that scripture. And I realized the bottom of it said Mary. Then that's when I went on Facebook that same like few minutes later. And I was like, I seen a post from 2019. It's October 12th, 2019. And it was like, I want to get married one day. And my friend called me, my other friend. She was like, yeah, manifest it. You're going to get married. You up next. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's cute. Okay, we kept going. <laughs> so I'm like, I really nothing really like triggered, and that's when I called Shika. Well, Michael was like, yeah, ask Shika to pray for the event. So when Michael said that, I was like, I don't want to pray for the event. I, I've been praying for the event. Like I said, I want Shika to tell me about Michael. Well, I didn't say that though. I said, you know what? They get the event, pray for it because I've been praying for the event. I said, I know the event. God gave me vision for the event. I know the event good. So I'm like, okay, he prayed for the event. He was like praying over it, blessing it. And he was like, he paused. He At first he was like, what's going on with that chest pain? And I was having this sharp chest pain out the blue. I'm like, dang, how he feel my chest pain? He felt his chest. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> it was like weird how he 
Huh? It was weird. And then he was like, you know what? He said, your, your um, single motherhood just ended. And I li- on the video, I said, what you say? And he said, I said, your single motherhood just ended. And he said, you're going to be making retreats because you and other women is up next to get married. And I'm like, okay. So that, like, that, like, sparked, like, it sparked, like, excitement in me. I'm like, okay. So I went to bed just, like, with the thought. And I text Michael. I said, I'm not telling Michael none of these confirmations. I said, I'm not telling him nothing. And she was like, yeah, don't tell him anything because she said, just just let him come back in your life on his time. And I'm like, good idea. So I was like, I'm going to do it that way. So then I woke up. I always wake up like at six in the morning because I always got to go tinkle at <laughs> six in the morning. <laughs> so I went to go to the bathroom, came back to my phone, and I was I saw a long message. And I normally go right back to sleep, but I couldn't, I couldn't just sleep after that message. I seen this long message. From Michael and I was just stuck and I was like I'm about to just call off for the rest of this day <laughs> but I couldn't call off so I just I was just stuck like my everybody was like you okay I said like I just I just can't explain how I feel right now and then and I text him because I did a podcast literally the night before and I thought that you listened to it because it was like some hints thrown like that podcast it was a bunch of hints thrown in that podcast towards you and I'm like, he trying to manipulate me and heard my podcast and send me this long message. So that's my ex. I was like, did you hear my podcast yesterday? Like, before I respond back, because I don't want you to manipulate me just because you heard my podcast and sent this message. And when he said no, I was like, oh, okay. And I just started telling him, like, all the confirmations. And then literally, like, 5 o'clock that day, Layla was, like, on my bed coloring something, and she was like, Mom, when we just going to our next wedding? Like, and she said, please let my dress be longer. I'm like, where did that come from? Like, why would you even say that? And I just knew, like, God was just, like, giving me confirmation. Like, the confirmation just came, like, it came heavy, and it was to the point where it got overwhelming, it got scary, and before the confirmations hit, like I was telling you, I kept reading about don't go back to Egypt. Don't go back to Egypt. Like, that's all I kept reading. So I already knew the enemy plan before you even reach out, before I got my confirmations. I was like, I'm so glad I didn't say his name because I almost did. I don't want to say that on my podcast. <laughs> but I already knew a person was about to reach out to me. And I knew at this time, this person had a headspace where he wanted to lay everything on the table and do whatever it takes to win me back. Like, I knew where he was at in that headspace. Like, I knew he was in a headspace where he sat down and he like, dang, I really lost that person. And anybody ever dated, like never, I never felt comfortable telling another guy about another guy. Like everybody know me. I don't post who I on social media. Last time I ever post I was dating on social media was like 2017 with Lady Daddy. Like that area I always kept off social media, like always. So Something told me to tell the guy um, that I was dating. So I'm like, normally, I normally get, like, big-headed. Like, yup, he back. He want me. Like, I normally get that feeling. But it was just, like, a whole piece. And, like, I just, it was, like, a genuine, grateful feeling. Like, man, if you didn't do none of that what you done to me, I wouldn't understand or I wouldn't be able to comprehend the person Michael was. Like, I had to go through that. And I was telling mm. my podcast, like, we don't understand betrayal. We don't understand heartbreaks. Like, we shouldn't have to go through so many to get it right. But it makes sense. And he was like, 
I didn't I didn't go immediately at first I was just having a conversation with him like a regular conversation but I knew his intentions so, I don't know if y'all do Sweetest Day. I knew it was Sweetest Day coming up that Sunday. So I knew he was eventually trying to ask me on a date. So before he got there, I was like, I think I found my person. And I was like, I never used them terms before. I said, she needs, I had to ask myself, like, what you just say? And I was like, <laughs> I wrote him. And I was like, I think I found my person. And I just felt him. He was writing me back, back to back before I said that. And I knew, like, I knew that just touched him differently. Like I knew it did, and I and I had to. I heard him wrote again. I said this not to, this not to like. I'm not putting this in your face purposely, but I felt God pushed me to do this because if I don't say this, you would still attempt to try to like to talk to me, and I know this would be the only thing that seals the deal from our past with each other. And I just like always discern really, really well with people. And I was like, I can tell you've been struggling the thought of back and forth me in your life. And he confirmed it. He was like, I needed this. I really needed you to say that. Like he confirmed, like I really needed you to do that. He's like, you really confirm a big part of my life that I needed to like move forward. And I told him, I said, just future advice. Stop going after what you want in life and go after what you need. Because I said, I didn't know that I needed this person. Like, I didn't know that I, my soul needed it. Like, I never experienced my soul, like, actually needing a person. And he was pretty much like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sincerely happy for you. And I felt that came from a good, honest place for him. Like, I really felt that. And it was cool after that. So, fast forward to now to wrap it up because I'm out of breath um I think it's just scary it's a good scary but it's it's like I'm reminded every day that you have to keep God at the foundation of this amen like I'm I'm reminded like every single day and I was telling my best friend I remember in my best friend marriage God always had me look at her as a wife and I remember this gonna sound crazy but I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be honest I'm be honest. I used to always tell her, I used to be like, I would have been the walk him back. But she was just 100 percent faithful to this man. And I realized she was never, it was never being faithful towards a person. She was always faithful towards God. Like her loyalty was with God. Like she couldn't cross him due to her relationship with God. She couldn't go out and do stuff because of relationship with God and guys are always like sneeze pay attention to that. And I'm like, what? Like I'm not why well, I need pay attention to but it makes sense now because it's like now like I, I can't even look at people the same because it's like when God do something or when God creates something it's it's different because it's like hurting you is like that's hurting God in my eyes that's how I look at it it's not it's not me just hurting a person or just crossing just anybody that's something God put his hands on like that's one of God's babies like you view it different when you know God put his hand on it so I'm in a season now of just trying to trying to learn because I was telling my best friend how I was always this amazing girlfriend. Like I always knew what to do. And I was, I said, now I feel like a newborn baby. Like I forgot how to do all that stuff. Like, like I'm doing it in a healthy way now. So 
I'm literally starting over and relearning how to do it the correct way. Because even though I was a good girlfriend, I was still toxic. I was still broken. So I really wasn't good as I thought. So I think that's the scary part. It's a good scary, though. It's a good scary. But it's scary because it's like. But yeah, y'all, that's the longest story ever. You know what what you need to do? You need to delete my bad. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna fix it. You know what you gotta tell me. You need to delete my whole part and just leave yours. No, I'm gonna just like you said because because you man you you, <laughs> you said that whole story so perfectly and it's something it's something that um because you you reminded me of something um I wasn't talking to her but I had a friend right. Um, I knew that she liked me, but I always, you know, shut her down, right? So I just got to a point where it was just like, like our friendship. At- Just know what got on your side, everything will be alright. 